Hello, and welcome to the Quiet and Strong podcast, especially for introverts. I'm your host, David Hall, and the creator of QuietAndStrong.com. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to understanding the strengths and needs of introverts. Introversion is not something to fix, but to be embraced. Normally, we'll air each episode on Monday mornings, so be sure to subscribe. So, how are you doing? How's things going? For some reason, this past week has been particularly hard for me, and so it just caused me to to reflect a little bit. It's been almost a year that I took a nice vacation with my family. Last year, about this time, we went uh, to the Grand Canyon for spring break. We hadn't had a vacation in a while, and so it was it was a lot of fun, and it was very needed. We took the train into the Grand Canyon, and it was so nice and relaxing. You know, the old style train didn't go very fast. And that was relaxing and nice to have someone else do the driving into the beautiful canyon. It's great to hang out with the family. It was beautiful weather, beautiful scenery. And as an introvert, I love to get out and explore nature. Also, it's needed from time to time to step away from work and life and have a little retreat. So it was a great time. But soon after I got home from this vacation, I got word from my work that most everybody was going to be telecommuting for a little while due to the pandemic. At the time, I probably imagined this would be for a few weeks. And now we're going on a year of telecommuting. And not just that, but mostly staying home. And right now, it's just really hitting me hard. You know, since that nice trip to the Grand Canyon, we've taken a few day trips here and there into nature, but definitely not enough. We haven't stayed overnight anywhere for a longer trip. You know, I've enjoyed the benefits of working at home, but there's things I miss about work. The home life I used to have, and these things are starting to settle in for me now that we're going on a year. You know, I think it'd be a little easier to cope if I knew what the future holds, but no one does. No one does right now. I enjoy working from home, and there's a lot of great benefits. But sitting in the same chair and not getting much movement, it is really starting to get old. And while I'm trying to get everything for work done and my business and many other things, and trying to help my family stay sane, while they're having similar feelings to me. So what do you do in this situation? What do you do to regain your peace? Are there strategies as an introvert that may be different for you to regain your peace and avoid feelings of overwhelm? So I'm a strong believer that we do have the power to change our lives by changing our thoughts. Sometimes negative thoughts set in and can get the best of us. I was listening to a podcast just the other day on changing your thoughts. And the host mentioned that classic book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. I'd heard of it, and so I decided to start reading it. I'm going to read a couple quotes from the first couple of chapters. The first one I think introverts will especially like. 
He says, Another effective technique in developing a peaceful mind is the daily practice of silence. Everyone should insist upon no less than a quarter of an hour of absolute quiet every 24 hours. Go alone into the quietest place available to you and sit or lie down for 15 minutes and practice the art of silence. Do not talk to anyone, do not write, do not read. Hopefully you're able to do that. And probably more than once a day. Do you have a quiet space? I have learned that I do need some quiet every day and a few times a day for me. And it can be hard to find. It, it was always hard to find in the office, but it's, it's hard to find at home too. You know, there's five of us living here and we're here all the time. So what's your situation like? Maybe you're getting the right amount of quiet, and I really hope so. And I also hope that things aren't too quiet for you. Yeah, it's possible that an introvert can have too much quiet. It, it may be hard to believe, but I hope that you're getting the right balance of quiet for you. One thing I do is I get up earlier than the rest of my family to find quiet, but that's not enough. I have to find other times throughout the day to find the quietest space in my house. This is usually my room with the door closed. But of course, there's no guarantee that it will stay quiet in my room. As I've looked back over this past year, I've realized that I used to really depend on my commute time for my quiet, and I miss it. I don't miss traffic. I don't miss driving in traffic and spending money on gas. But the quiet I was able to find in my commute, you know, letting my mind wander to relax, to recharge, to dream. And sometimes I came up with the most brilliant ideas while I had this quiet time. So how do you find your quiet? Was this different for you in 2020 and beyond? Here's another great quote from The Power of Positive Thinking. Saturate your thoughts with peaceful experiences, peaceful words, and ideas, and ultimately you will have a storehouse of peace-producing experiences to which you may turn for refreshment and renewal of your spirit. It will be a great source of power. End quote. What are some peaceful memories that you have? You know, the Grand Canyon trip and other trips out into nature, they were very good for me. And they're good to think back on. You know, for Christmas, I got my wife a little printer that she could hook up to her cell phone and print pictures. It's kind of like a Polaroid for you old timers. So I did get it for her, but she's really nice. And so she made us both a set of pictures from some of our trips that we've taken. And I have some pictures, you know, just above my computer on my desk. And it's nice to see me and my wife and kids out having fun in nature. And, you know, that, that does make me very happy. So do you have some good pictures? Maybe they're on your phone. Or another thing as an introvert, it's nice, you know, a gift that we have is we have great imaginations. 
So hopefully you can call up pictures of those great memories that you have when you need to. Do you have favorite things to read that inspire you? Maybe it's some well-read passages or something new. Do you listen to inspiring books or podcasts or YouTube videos? You know, I, I definitely read, but I am I, I, I love to listen to things all the time. I'm always looking for inspiration for success and also for peace in my soul. And now I'm a sucker for quotes. I love quotes. And occasionally I like to listen to those compilation videos on YouTube of motivational quotes. I remember I had a favorite, you know, I, I typed in motivation into YouTube. But the one I'm thinking of, it starts out with the scene from the movie A Beautiful Mind playing in the background. And the voice of uh, Les Brown, the great motivational speaker, stating, The time for just wishing is past. The time for doing, that's the time right now. Time for acting on your dreams. It's time for you to look within yourself and decide that I'm in charge of my destiny. I'm in charge here. I'm no Les Brown, so he definitely has a better voice. But I, I just love that quote, and I love uh, speakers like him uh, providing some inspiration. Another thing I do is it helps me to remember that people, including me, have overcome some great obstacles. This past year has been really hard, especially on my kids. And I can't help but thinking that with me having much more life experience in overcoming obstacles and watching and hearing of others do the same has really helped me have a great hope for the future and a brighter future. And I'm doing my very best to pass this on to my kids that don't have the same amount of life experience and, and haven't been through the struggles and overcome them yet. So I am sure that you've overcome many things in your life or if you've heard of other people. So keep those things in mind that there's been many things that have happened to us and other people throughout time and, and things will get better. Another strategy I employ is I, I try to stay grateful for things that, that I have. We're all experiencing challenges differently, and we'll have different things to be grateful for. You know, I'm happy to have a home to spend time with my family. I know they may get a little tired of, of seeing me all the time, but I'm happy if I have to be stuck with somebody my wife and three kids, they're, they're the best. I'm also grateful that my wife and I have been able to work. She does run her own business and she has been hit. You know, she did. She was hit by the pandemic a bit, but we're hanging in there. We're surviving. And another thing I'm grateful for is we haven't been sick. And I'm very grateful for that. What are things that you're grateful for? You know, another strategy I have in avoiding overwhelm and finding peace is to make a regular daily appointment with myself at the beginning of the day, every single day. As an introvert, I find that a little uninterrupted time really goes a long way. Ideally, I spend this quiet time each morning 
and strategically identify the, my priorities for the day and for the week, organize my schedule, work on specific projects that require focus, sometimes being available to everyone at all times is the culture that most of us live in. But after many years of living in this culture, I realized that I do need some quiet alone time regularly for me to be productive and successful. I also need to regularly remind myself with so many things going on to focus on what's important. Rory Vaden in his book, Procrastinate on Purpose, states, Success in business, at home, and in life doesn't come from applying our resources proportionately throughout different areas. In fact, it's just the opposite. Success usually is the result of focusing our talents, money, time, or energy in one priority direction for a shorter period of time to create a desired result, which in Take the Stairs, that's another book by Vaden, I called a season. In one word, a season is defined as imbalance. End quote. So, I'm realizing in trying to do it all, I can feel out of control, that I'm not accomplishing some of the things that are most important to me. And in order to be successful, I need to decide what my top priorities are and where I need to focus. And again, it may not be about balance. It may be what is my most important priority right now. And I may spend more time on that thing. And then, and then the next day spend more time on something else. I like how Vaden categorizes the various areas of life. Faith, family, finances, fun, faculty. That's his term. You could also refer to it as work and finances. What are the most important priorities in each of these areas for you? What goals will you accomplish? And what will you leave undone? I've definitely been reminding myself during this past year to focus on my family. It can be strange to work from home while your family's at home, but you're focusing on work and they're walking by your desk and you're, you're concentrating. It, it is weird. And maybe you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, it's relatively new to me to spend this much time at home. And then sometimes I'm off work and I'm ready to hang out, but they may be doing other things. My, my wife might still have some work to do, or my kids might be doing homework or, or something. So it's that much more important with the family to communicate about what we each need and finding that time to spend together. Because even though we're in the house all day, like I said, the kids are in school, me and my wife are working. So it's not that we're spending all of our time together. And then realizing your goals, it's not about checking off a lot of to-dos off a list but really deciding what's most important to you, identifying what activities you should do to schedule your goals, and then setting those activities into action. And again, as, as Vaden said earlier, it's not about balance, but it's about priorities. 
Some days you may need to spend more time on a particular project, and some days you may need more of a, a break. Maybe you need time alone, or maybe you need some time with your family or friends. So again, it's not necessarily having the same amount of activity every day on it, on each thing. So what are your priorities? Another key for finding peace and avoiding overwhelm is to take some time to reflect on these priorities. Introverts are the masters of reflection. So find that quiet time. What this would look like for me is I would think about and list my various roles. You know, I'm a husband, a father, a brother, supervisor, an employee, podcaster. And then think about the various areas of my life, such as faith and family and fitness, fun, work, and finances. And then think about the goals I have and refine some of those old goals. And then probably setting some new ones. And then referring to these lists of roles and goals is very helpful when I'm getting caught up in the day-to-day work activities and other, you know, there's so many fires that pop up every day. And so, you know, keeping in mind what's really important so I don't lose sight of what's important. So from time to time, find that quiet place to give your most important priorities some thought. You know, you you do have a great gift of reflection as an introvert, but you have to give yourself some time and have a space to use that gift, to have some deep thought. What are the major things you want to accomplish? What are some short-term goals? What are some long-term goals? What are the big lifetime goals you want to accomplish? And what are the day-to-day things you need to do? What do you want to do? What does an ideal day look like for you? Are there anything that you need to stop doing? So one of my goals that I currently have is writing my next book. I've been working on it, but not enough. Completing the book has been a goal of mine since I finished the first one. And I learned um, in order to achieve this goal... I have to set the time, focus, and sometimes imbalance like I did with my first book. I need to make a plan of how I I can accomplish it. As I was writing the first one, I'd hear over and over again from other authors that you need to carve out a regular time to write. And often this is daily. I also know that in order to write... I need to be a reader. I need to engage in the world of ideas. And it's not that I'm taking other people's ideas, but other people's ideas help spark some of my own original ideas. And so I I need to be able to take that time to write and to read. So, you know, I looked at experts in the field and see what their strategies were. And You know, there's many authors that share their best practices, and I spent time learning from those, and now I need to do it all over again. 
I was able to learn from their expertise and incorporate some of that and find the resources I needed to get the first book done. So what are your most significant goals and what will you need to accomplish them? And again, it's not about just a daily to-do list. My to-do list, it can be endless and it would overwhelm anyone. Probably much like your to-do list. However, I found that by prioritizing the tasks, either have an imminent deadline or are critical in some other way in accomplishing my important goals, I can focus on accomplishing the things that must be done in the time I have to do them. I also try to leave some time in my day for the emergencies that are going to come up and other interruptions and distractions that will arise. And as I have additional time, I can focus on the less urgent tasks. But either way, I'm able to finish the most important task each day. So figure out what steps and strategies you can use to create the quiet time you need to focus and avoid that overwhelming feeling. You'll be more productive, more successful, less strained, and more at peace. I hope you and your loved ones are doing well and have a sense of peace. I'm optimistic. Things will improve. Remember, challenge your negative thoughts. Fill your mind with good memories. Fill your mind with inspirational reading or listening. Seek quiet throughout the day. Remember those challenges that you've overcome. And be grateful for the good things in your life. And continue to evaluate your top priorities. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to further connecting with you. Reach out at quietandstrong.com. Email me at david at quietandstrong.com. I'll add social media channels to the show notes. Please comment on the social media posts related to the podcast. Send me topics or questions and we can address those in the show. There's so many great things about being an introvert. And so we need those to be understood. Let's keep the conversation going. Get to know your introverted strengths and needs and be strong.